You're listening to Christy Unedited, the podcast, and I'm your host, Christy Gray. As the name of this podcast suggests, we do things differently around here. You can expect open, honest, unedited, and celestial conversations about the things that matter. Think self-development, spirituality, self-efficacy, life strategies, and the astrology activations that totally rock your world. Thanks so much for tuning in. Let the magic begin. Hi, gorgeous, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. And this week, it feels really special to share this episode with you because there is a few things happening in the cosmos. And this is also going to be my final astrological update for you on Christy Unedited. But don't despair, as I mentioned on my last update for you, that there is some new things on the horizon and I will be bound to share absolutely everything with you as that time starts to get a little bit closer. But for now, I'm going to give you an astrological update because we're about to embark on Taurus season. We just navigated the most magical Jupiter-Neptune conjunction last week. We're going to have a stellium of Pisces in the sky and we're about to embark on not only eclipse season, but Mercury retrograde is just around the corner. So if you're feeling like this sounds like a lot, it actually is, but it's not like some of the energy we've been presented with in the past. And so like always, there is something always happening in the cosmos and I want to ensure that today I can equip you with not only the knowledge but also the inspiration and some of the things that I think are really key to help you to navigate this time. It's super dreamy, you know that I'm always here for astrology for your higher self so my number one goal is to inspire and motivate you no matter what you are navigating in your life and so if it's your first time tuning into the podcast and even though this podcast is coming to a close very soon I am Christy and I am your astrologer and host helping you navigate the stars. So let's talk a little bit about what's actually happening. So currently we're about to embark on Taurus season and Taurus season kicks off on the 20th of April. Now, when Aries season began, which was last month, that also marked the astrological new year. So there's a few things that I wanted to share with you, not only what Taurus represents and also how you can navigate this energy and use it to your advantage, but how to build on it from Aries season. Because I think it's so easy to look at things singularly in astrology, but everything always builds upon the last. So whether we're looking at astrological seasons, whether I'm working with you and we're unearthing elements in your natal chart, there's always another layer worth exploring and nothing is singular. Everything is interconnected. And so when we not only marked an astrological new year, but kicked off with Aries season, which is a cardinal fire sign, 
It really gave us the green light to say go in our lives. You probably found that you had more confidence to pursue lots of different things. You may have initiated a project. You may have started something new. And that could have been as simple as a new health routine, getting in the gym, taking action on buying a house, or it could have been something like birthing a new project in your business. That's what really airy season represents. It's about go. It's jumping in with two feet and thinking about it later. So taking all of that energy into the equation and then thinking about Taurus season, Taurus is a fixed earth sign and Taurus represents mastery. It's a stabilizing sign. It also represents manifestation. And so everything that you've been taking action on in every season, it's now your time to master it. Like Look at what you've been doing and how can you cement it? How can you get better at it? How can you become stable this month? What I love so much is that how you master this energy is by asking yourself, what am I willing to declare to the universe this month? Now, the reason I use the word declare is that I love using the word declare or declaration when we talk about Taurus because a declaration is a formal announcement. And if there's one zodiac sign that has the ability to do that, that is our Taurian babes. They are unlike anything else. Once they decide on something, they have this ability to declare it and they take action on it until the very end. So eerie season is really about I use the term a lot like throwing spaghetti at the wall. It's like seeing what sticks. So if I'm ever working with a client and their progressed chart, which is really great for their personal horoscope, it gives me an understanding of the astrological season that they're in beyond their transits. Your progressed moon stays in a zodiac sign in your progressed chart for approximately two and a half years. And so that energy you'll feel is ongoing during that cycle. And so if you have a progressed moon in Aries, that's when I say, throw spaghetti at the wall, see what sticks. You're starting a brand new cycle, which is really significant because it's the first sign of the zodiac. So it's literally go time, exploring anything and everything. And once then that moves, right, is Taurus is all about cementing all of that goodness. Now, what I love about our Taurian babes out there is Taurus is ruled by Venus. Venus is the goddess of beauty and love. The planet represents not only our values, money, it represents the arts and what you desire in life. And right now we have Venus in Pisces. And so there is, there's this real theme of devotion, selfless love, and getting swept up in the things that are like all-encompassing and enticing. And we don't just have Venus and Pisces, but I wanted to bring that to your attention because it rules Taurus. And so there's kind of this beautiful blend of not getting too fixed in something that you're pursuing because you still need to make space for serendipitous moments or be open to receive. But at the same time, there is still this like dreamy, inspiring and intuitive energy that's surrounding us. Now, we don't just have Venus and Pisces, as I mentioned. We also have Mars, which is the planet of action. So Venus rules the divine feminine, where Mars rules the divine masculine. 
And so there's this dance between aligning energy. We also have the ongoing effects from the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction last week, which was also in Pisces. So we're essentially, we have like a stallium of Pisces in the sky. When it's really going to heat up is on the 26th of April, and that's when the moon will be also in Pisces. And then we're going to have these five planets in Pisces. You'd think we were still in Pisces season, babes, but I promise you we're not. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that that Taurus energy can't keep us grounded, can't keep us anchored to the present moment. We still have Uranus in Taurus as well because it's such a slow mover. And um, we've got Mercury in Taurus at the moment too. And so there's this really beautiful earthiness that's keeping us grounded during this season. And so I would be really inviting you to explore not only you know, the, all of the feminine aspects of creativity, dreaming, visualizing your dream life and expanding your horizons and making space for that this season. I'd also be looking at, okay, how can I take intuitive action? Because that's normally the hardest thing to do. It's so easy to either stay in dreaming mode without taking action towards something or taking action and forging ahead without stopping to see what you may be missing. And so it's about incorporating a dance in your life between the two. What I would be doing to utilize this energy is make space to dream. For example, I spent the weekend, I completely made over all my devices. So I'm talking my laptop, my phone. I also made over my Notion. If you follow me on the gram, you know, I'm like super obsessed with productivity and organization. Not that I talk about it all the time. Makes sense. I'm not only a Virgo son, I have Mercury in Virgo. So I love me some organization. And what I found is that I redid my vision board and once I had all my notions set up a certain way, like that to me is really inspiring. Like I almost was like, oh, there's some goals I was missing. There were some habits that I wasn't doing, you know, and I was really like peeling back the layers and asking myself some questions of, well, okay, well, why am I feeling held back in this area? So using those powerful questioning techniques to get curious and unearth like really what's possible. But then also, after doing that, it was then, okay, well, what do I need to take action on? I formulated a plan and I was like, okay, this is what I need to get done by this day. This is what I need to get done by there. And I redid my roadmap. So for anybody listening, if you don't know what a roadmap is or you haven't worked with one before, I find it's really useful. So I have it set up in my Notion. And essentially, it kind of looks like a Trello board. I think they're called like a Kanban board. I'm probably completely butchering that. So a roadmap is essentially your goals, whatever you're working towards, and then the action steps that are going to help you get there. So anything that I'm working on that I need to launch so I don't get overwhelmed or so that I don't procrastinate, I essentially am not only writing what I'm going to achieve, but also the steps that I'm going to take to get there. I categorize them based on that. So to give you an example is I am working on a new project at the moment, as you probably are very aware, and just thinking of that project excites me. But if I think about it, it's quite big to work towards. And so what I've been doing is slowly chipping away at certain sections of that. So there's been a few things that I've need to do to collaborate with other people. So I had to make sure that I had some marketing decks organized and I also had a vision. I also had some copywriting to coincide with the project. 
And the reason I needed to formulate all of those elements was because I needed to brief somebody else to create something for me for this project. And so if I had just gone to that person, they may not be able to, I suppose, initiate my vision. And so that's why it's really important to almost brain dump down everything that you'll need to factor into the equation to whatever you're working towards and work back from that. And sometimes that's as easy as just taking the next logical step and putting the wheels in motion. And I find that that's the easiest thing to do. Obviously, it's really hard for me to talk you through this because we're connecting on a podcast today. But if you do have any questions on creating your own roadmap when working towards your goals, please feel free to reach out to me on the gram. All right. So a little bit off topic then, but definitely relevant to the season. And so what I wanted to also share with you to really help you to maximize your time and your energy moving forward as we have eclipse season just around the corner. And we also have Mercury retrograde just around the corner too. And so eclipse season kicks off for us here in Australia on the 1st of May. We actually have a partial solar eclipse in Taurus. And then we have a total lunar eclipse, which is our Scorpio full moon. And that's on the 16th of May. And so eclipses are agents of change. So they represent transformation and also if you're laying stagnant or stuck about anything in your life, you're bound to move forward during eclipse season. And so the eclipses are related to the nodal axis. So the nodes, I did an article for Body and Soul, probably at the beginning of the year, you can find that on my editorial page um, on my website, which talks all about the nodes and what we're going to be experiencing over the next 18 months. All of our eclipses this year will fall in the zodiac sign of Taurus and Scorpio. So our fixed signs are Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. All of our fixed signs are bound to feel eclipse season more than any other zodiac sign. So if you've got either your nodes in Taurus and Scorpio, or even if one of those is your sun sign, you're bound to be feeling eclipse season more than anything else. Transformation is definitely on the cards. The other part to this is really going after and creating a bold new beginning. So if there's anything that you have just been sitting on the fence with that you just haven't taken action on, or, you know, there's just been something that's been holding you self back like I would really invite you to explore not only the new moon but the full moon like how can you essentially let go of anything that's no longer serving you and also get clear on what type of support do you need to move forward and support can be lots of different things it can be accountability with a friend it could be finding an online community it could be you know, enlisting in somebody to support you to gain some clarity and perspective, because I think that it's so easy for us, especially coming off the back end of Aries season, to feel like we have to go it alone. And having connection and community or even accountability or people to support your dreams is paramount when working towards anything. I definitely wouldn't have gotten to the place that I am today without support, guidance, accountability, and mentors in my life to help guide me. And so if eclipse season is feeling challenging or sticky, or you might not be feeling like you're getting where you need to go quick enough, I definitely would invite you to explore what type of support you need to go after your goals. 
And sometimes support can be as simple as downloading an app for $7 and tracking your habits. Or maybe it's taking half a day out of your time and setting up your notion. It doesn't have to be something where you go out and spend thousands of dollars on a personal development coach. It's always going to be about how can you move the needle and take intuitive action towards whatever your greatest desires are. So there's a lot going on. And with Mercury retrograde around the corner, I think especially at that Scorpio full moon, which will be a total lunar eclipse, it will be really important that you stay grounded in your practices, stay true to all of your rituals, and that you are prioritizing yourself every step of the way. When Mercury retrograde happens, especially because it will be in the zodiac sign of Gemini, you might find that you might have more outbursts or you might not be able to see things as clearly. And it's really important to double check everything. Cross your T's, dot your I's, because there can be mix-ups with all forms of communication. You know, whether that's email exchanges, it could be like chatting to a friend or a lover or a boss or even your BFF. You know, some things can definitely get misinterpreted. So just be mindful of that. I've kept to regular programming for you for today with our astrological update, but I wanted to leave you with something because things are going to be changing. And that is everything. So all astrological updates I am going to continue to be doing. They're going to be very different than the ones that I've been doing on Christy Unedited. So I'm putting a call out to you today, babes, is what do you want more from me about when it comes to the cosmos? Are there any particular areas that you're wanting to explore? Are there any cosmic connections that you're wanting to look for? Is there any other strategies or rituals that will help you to enhance your practices. I am all ears. So if you're tuning in and you have an idea, please, I would love you to send me a message on the gram. Tell me exactly what you want more of because I am creating something brand new with you in mind and it is going to be 100% astrology. I am so excited and so I feel like today's a little bittersweet. I feel like today is a little bittersweet because as this chapter comes to a close, it's exciting when there's a new one on the horizon, but that also means this is kind of cool because it means that we can go on a brand new journey together and I will be doing astrology differently. Anyway, babes, I appreciate you, love you, and... I cannot wait to catch you next week on our next guest episode. So until then, love and starlight, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. If you loved this conversation, then please rate the show with five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Or hit the share button and send it to your soul sister, boo, or BFF to support their evolution. Until next time, stay hydrated, stay cool, and stay celestial.